My name is Christopher Peter and welcome to the Christopher Peter Review, the CRC Team Panel Edition. As always, our content will be focused on facts, evidence, and data with a focus on solutions not hysteria. We leave that to other sources who are much better at it than we ever could be. This past week, Joe Biden gave his second State of the Union address. The speech is typically a dog and pony show, where presidents take credit for successes they had nothing to do with, blame political opponents for everything wrong with the nation, and attempt to sell an agenda, focusing on carefully vetted talking points. Instead of discussing that speech, I think it may be more helpful to talk about what we believe the state of our nation is in at the current moment. The current state of America is not ideal regardless of whether one is a Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, or moderate. From an economic perspective, the economy is not performing as well overall as we hoped it would coming out of the government-mandated economic pause to slow down the spread. Inflation still is an issue, despite lowering a bit recently. I saw that Joe Biden took credit for this with the Inflation Reduction Act, but the credit for the reduction in inflation should go to the Federal Reserve who effectively stifled economic activity to all supply and demand to align a bit closer. The Inflation Reduction Act does not have much in it to actually address inflation in the near term. The bill is the definition of political optics using a buzzword in the name of a legislation that has little to nothing to do with the issue. In reality, the interest rate increases made people and investors think twice about how they spend income or funds. After a long period of free money from Wall Street and investors, companies, especially startups, are really having to work harder to secure capital. Now, many organizations who grew during the pandemic given the expected economic boom following the pandemic are now rethinking their investments and trimming some of the excess hires made during that period. There is a great level of uncertainty in the economy but the increased cost is real and present. The hope is that companies will consider the struggle to secure labor in their decisions of how many heads to trim. But, we see that people remaining on the sidelines are now realizing they need to find a job now that the future is not as bright. Although the overall numbers are still fine, it may start to turn pretty soon. From a safety perspective, Americans cannot be pleased with the constant rise in crime and the inaction by progressive district attorneys that simply are not willing to prosecute suspects simply because of the obsession with race stats. For many rational people, the path forward is if a crime is reported, investigate and prosecute based on the facts and evidence, not demographics. Arrest the suspect in a safe and appropriate manner and afford them due process. Not really that hard. From a global perspective, we cannot really be pleased with how the world is shaping out. Russia still is firmly in Ukraine. China and Iran are assisting their efforts. And now China continues to provoke us. While some want to downplay the recent balloon spying effort over America, the act was a condemnable one, which should make us wake up and realize that China is not seeking to grow with America as economic and diplomatic partners rather to provoke us and replace us in the global world order. A blatant violation of our airspace, followed right away by another one. This does not call for all-out war, but for us to at the very least block any land investments and tech sales to their government and businesses, and a real focus to shift our supply chains outside of their borders. We cannot trust them and need to stop pretending that they can be managed by simply skipping meetings. They are being accused of sharing our intel with Russia that the Biden administration used in its effort to build support against the Russian invasion. China cannot be trusted. And any talk of an Iran deal needs to be ended. We cannot be party to any deal that benefits those supporting nations opposing our efforts. The major focus going forward should be in fostering an economy that can create new opportunities. It is nice to brag about 12 million jobs. But those are not new jobs. Jobs lost during the pandemic and regained three years later is a nice number but that was going to happen simply because of natural economic activity. The economic environment under Biden is not encouraging investment into areas that will actually create growth and new job creation.
many organizations will probably simply go into cash conservation mode or stability mode rather than growth seeking. Not a good sign. The federal and state governments need to worry more about creating real high-paying jobs and income mobility rather than attacking gas stoves and staples of our everyday lives. We need to do more to convince our allies to rally around the idea of protecting our collective societies against not only the threat of Russia, but that of China and Iran. We need to have them turn to America to fill trade gaps, not find minimal solutions to continue trade with our combined enemies. Our governments need to do more than make television appearances. But be aware and prepared to address the real issues impacting our society and economy. Since Biden came into power, his administration has struggled to find an issue that they appropriately addressed. Not the type of leadership expected. I do support finding ways for America to be more sustainable and environmentally friendly. But, I think we can do that while still advancing our needs and interests. I do think that new ventures in the green industry can help expand our economy, but they must be able to stand on their own, not just on government subsidies. Ideas like carbon capture seem helpful. Hope you saw our blog post about that. I think we can have a sustainable and growing economy. But, I am not sure we have the leadership in place to do so in the balanced manner needed. Now, I am turning to our team to discuss the different perspectives of the performance of the Biden administration in the current moment and how different viewpoints would like to see the federal government proceed forward over the next two years. My name is JP and my perspective on this issue is to show how conservatives view this topic. Conservatives want leaders who are decisive, can deliver economic prosperity, and protect America and its interests. Throughout the 2020 presidential campaign cycle, conservatives agreed with the Trump portrayal that Joe Biden is the Trojan horse for progressives. And it turned out to be true. I think even conservatives could have imagined. We now know why Democrats kept Joe in the basement all those months. Locked away from the public with classified documents apparently. How has Joe Biden performed based on how our economy, domestic condition, and foreign policy? Clearly he has massively underperformed. Biden promised an economy that was built back better. Record inflation. Supply issues. Labor issues. Energy challenges. Does that sound like an economy built back better? Should Americans struggle to find eggs, baby formula and any other staple of American life? Are normal items now to be considered luxuries in the Biden era? That is not what anyone signed up for. Not what Biden voters signed up for. I think the fact that we have to delve into the semantics of what a recession is because we are not willing to acknowledge whether America experienced a recession and if we are on the path of a more prolonged one in the near future. That is the new acceptable standard of excellence. Jobs data are still somewhat strong. Many people are working more than one job and are taking home less than they did prior to January 20, 2021. Now the jobs cut in the tech industry may be a fraction of the number hired since the pandemic, but those out of work represent a drop in the number of people working in that industry this year compared to last. People who will now draw support from government coffers while seeking a new opportunity, which hopefully they find fast. We can understand why there is a need to be more environmentally friendly. We may not agree that there is less than a decade left of Earth, since that has been said for the last two decades. Most rational people would have hoped for a balanced approach, where there is a transition or accommodation as more effective electric vehicles and the needed infrastructure comes online. An infrastructure that will be powered by oil and coal by the way. Rather there is a coercive approach that does not mesh with reality. Can we stop governing by crisis, real or exaggerated? The primary responsibility of a president is the protection of America. Something that the Biden administration is struggling with. Immigration issues have returned along with the associated issues with drug trafficking, human trafficking, violence, and budget issues. 
For the first time, an American president has left Americans behind, along with thousands of others from allies, due to a blundered and reckless withdrawal from Afghanistan. While some want to give Biden credit for rallying allies around the idea of countering Russian aggression, we can all agree that it would have helped if he did it before soldiers invaded. Now, he appears weak with China, who is sending balloons over America, South America, and recently another object over Alaska. They do not respect him or fear a real response. Something more than saving the cost of an international flight to a meeting. Biden came into office with global peace and brought back chaos and discord. Domestically, he has done little to address the rising violence, dismissing it as a right-wing conspiracy theory. Like inflation, right? So we are not safer under Biden. I think we all question his leadership and ability. Too many times he struggles to keep it together. Something we should not have to question for the leader of the free world. Even when somewhat coherent, Biden continues to show a disconnect with the reality of the present. America is no longer a society where politicians can say anything they want and expect Americans to believe them. Information travels too fast and so much more is available to counter the narratives put forth by this administration. Also, no one likes a hypocrite. After scolding former President Trump for his classified document scandal, Biden experienced one himself, which seems like a never-ending event. The path forward is for congressional Republicans to prevent any more damage to our nation from the Biden agenda by obstructing it. At the same time, Republicans need to work on fielding alternatives to Biden for 2024. Ron DeSantis is a brilliant choice and there are many other ones. I believe we all agree that Trump's time is coming gone. But, the focus between now and then is providing a strong opposition to the failing agenda and working at the state level to push back against the progressives as well. Progressives are causing real harm at every level of government. My name is Adriana and the perspective on this issue is from the progressive or liberal one. Progressives spend a great deal of time talking about the need for our politics and our politicians to look like their view of what America looks like. While the Democratic Party has embraced progressive liberalism as its guiding light, it finds ways to elect the oldest possible white male, who has many people questioning whether he still is in full capacity. The decision has been a mixed bag. The Biden agenda has spent plenty of taxpayer dollars during his term so far. And a good amount spent addressing climate issues. While sustainability and green products have a market, albeit somewhat niche at this point, the federal government needs to help stabilize an important industry that will save our economy and the planet in the minds of every progressive. There is a real need to preserve resources for the next generation and the generation after that. Almost every industry initially starts outside of the price range of the average American, but government subsidies can help make them appeal to more people. Not everyone is an early adopter but sometimes the government can help people make the right decisions for our society and our planet. While the economy is not the jewel of the world right now, the Biden administration has protected the job market. Sure, the jobs created may not be net new jobs overall. But, they may net new jobs to the organizations that employ these new workers. In a world where nothing is guaranteed, can we not celebrate that 12 million jobs did return to the economy? For instance, if you lost $100 and were able to get it back, you can acknowledge that you are back whole. The overall economic picture is not ideal. I think we all can acknowledge that. But, we cannot overreact to some job cuts in the tech industry. 
because the announced cuts are a fraction of the amount hired since the pandemic started. So the most important aspect of our economy is doing fine right now. While the stock market is down, you only realize the loss when you sell the asset. Now is the time to buy more and benefit from a future gain. Also, we can acknowledge that Biden was able to rally our traditional allies in supporting our efforts to counter Russia in their illegal invasion of Ukraine. Nations who were alienated under the prior administration, who focused greatly on collecting unpaid dues. When real issues like countering global aggression, Biden showed we can come together to protect freedom. Despite some missteps early on, Biden has shown he can be trusted on the world stage. Not something to overlook. The path forward for Biden is to focus on unifying society around areas of agreement and future reality. Also they need to project confidence and leadership. I think they currently struggle to manage communication well and underwhelm projecting their vision and planned approaches. But, we cannot abandon long-term objectives completely because of near-term obstacles. That is something they can be patted on the back for. My name is JP and my perspective on this issue is to show how conservatives view this topic. Conservatives want leaders who are decisive, can deliver economic prosperity, and protect America and its interests. Throughout the 2020 presidential campaign cycle, conservatives agreed with the Trump portrayal that Joe Biden is the Trojan horse for progressives. And it turned out to be true. I think even conservatives could have imagined. We now know why Democrats kept Joe in the basement all those months. Locked away from the public with classified documents apparently. How has Joe Biden performed based on how our economy, domestic condition, and foreign policy? Clearly he has massively underperformed. Biden promised an economy that was built back better. Record inflation. Supply issues. Labor issues. Energy challenges. Does that sound like an economy built back better? Should Americans struggle to find eggs, baby formula and any other staple of American life? Are normal items now to be considered luxuries in the Biden era? That is not what anyone signed up for. Not what Biden voters signed up for. I think the fact that we have to delve into the semantics of what a recession is because we are not willing to acknowledge whether America experienced a recession and if we are on the path of a more prolonged one in the near future. That is the new acceptable standard of excellence. Jobs data are still somewhat strong. Many people are working more than one job and are taking home less than they did prior to January 20, 2021. Now the jobs cut in the tech industry may be a fraction of the number hired since the pandemic, but those out of work represent a drop in the number of people working in that industry this year compared to last. People who will now draw support from government coffers while seeking a new opportunity, which hopefully they find fast. We can understand why there is a need to be more environmentally friendly. We may not agree that there is less than a decade left of Earth, since that has been said for the last two decades. Most rational people would have hoped for a balanced approach, where there is a transition or accommodation as more effective electric vehicles and the needed infrastructure comes online. An infrastructure that will be powered by oil and coal by the way. Rather there is a coercive approach that does not mesh with reality. Can we stop governing by crisis, real or exaggerated? The primary responsibility of a president is the protection of America. Something that the Biden administration is struggling with. Immigration issues have returned along with the associated issues with drug trafficking, human trafficking, violence, and budget issues. 
For the first time, an American president has left Americans behind, along with thousands of others from allies, due to a blundered and reckless withdrawal from Afghanistan. While some want to give Biden credit for rallying allies around the idea of countering Russian aggression, we can all agree that it would have helped if he did it before soldiers invaded. Now, he appears weak with China, who is sending balloons over America, South America, and recently another object over Alaska. They do not respect him or fear a real response. Something more than saving the cost of an international flight to a meeting. Biden came into office with global peace and brought back chaos and discord. Domestically, he has done little to address the rising violence, dismissing it as a right-wing conspiracy theory. Like inflation, right? So we are not safer under Biden. I think we all question his leadership and ability. Too many times he struggles to keep it together. Something we should not have to question for the leader of the free world. Even when somewhat coherent, Biden continues to show a disconnect with the reality of the present. America is no longer a society where politicians can say anything they want and expect Americans to believe them. Information travels too fast and so much more is available to counter the narratives put forth by this administration. Also, no one likes a hypocrite. After scolding former President Trump for his classified document scandal, Biden experienced one himself, which seems like a never-ending event. The path forward is for congressional Republicans to prevent any more damage to our nation from the Biden agenda by obstructing it. At the same time, Republicans need to work on fielding alternatives to Biden for 2024. Ron DeSantis is a brilliant choice and there are many other ones. I believe we all agree that Trump's time is coming gone. But, the focus between now and then is providing a strong opposition to the failing agenda and working at the state level to push back against the progressives as well. Progressives are causing real harm at every level of government. My name is Jennifer Smith. In summary, the team feels that Joe Biden is underwhelming in his role as president. I believe that every president does what each one personally feels is truly in the best interest of the people, but there is a clear difference with Biden. A major component of leadership in politics is being able to adapt and show flexibility based on what is needed in the moment. There is a rigid obedience to the political needs of a fringe component of his political party. Not even the broadest interests of his Democrat base. There are issues with his team's leadership style, communication, and management of expectations. There really has not been a single issue where one could argue that his team has hit the nail on the head. Every time there is a sense of confusion or undeserved arrogance when they cannot account for the clear underperformance. Our current state is not adequate and our future is looking bleak at the moment. My immediate thought is that it should not be like this. We knew having to shelter in place and halt the economy would have consequences. Turns out consequences that outweigh the benefits based on some studies. But, we should have been able to come out of the pandemic better. Yet, poor public policy has snatched defeat from the jaws of growth. Our economy is not performing well. Our foreign policy is not acceptable. And domestically we are a mess. The path forward is anything but the last two plus years. In reality, we needed the divided Congress to restrict what can be passed to ensure nothing too radical either way can be enacted. For many Americans, there is no hope unless change comes in 2024. In closing, I thank you for experiencing this edition of the Christopher Peter Review and hope that you continue to visit and experience more of our original content. Until next time.